it is really great to have uh, my friend Mike Porcelli in studio. Mike is a longtime friend of mine. He was actually in studio with us on our very first show and brought a bottle of uh, champagne to pop on that show. He is a master mechanic, an automotive expert. He is a, uh, a professor, an Army veteran, and a longtime proponent of trade education. Mike, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming in studio. Good morning, Frank. I got to tell you, when you were on a week or two ago, the response that I got to our conversation about uh, trade education and uh, vocational schools was overwhelming and overwhelmingly positive. I'm curious, what kind of response uh, have you heard? I got a similar response. Everybody I speak to agrees that we need trade education. I didn't find a single person who doesn't think we need more trade training. Uh, for people that might not have heard our previous discussion, if everybody agrees that we need more trade education, then why don't we? What's the problem? Uh, two obstacles, the politicians and the school administrations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't politicians want to encourage trade education? What do they have to lose? I think they've been brainwashed by the society in the last 50, 60 years that says that trade, trades are not worthy occupations. Okay. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's a real shame. Now, you wrote this column. It's called The, uh, the Other Side of uh, Education. Where does this column appear? It's in all, most of the Queen's papers, the uh, BQE publishers, uh, the Queen's Ledger, the Glendale Register, a couple of Brooklyn papers. So most- I, ha- I have to give you the credit. For the title of the... Well, we'll get to that in a second. But if people want to read the column, it's out, and they can pick up one of these Queens or Brooklyn weeklies. Yes. Okay. It's also going to be online all over. Oh, great. Okay. And so if people want to get it online, how do they, how do, they do that? Uh, it'll be on my LinkedIn page. Just Google Mike Porcelli Mechanic. Very good. You'll find it. Very good. And when it's, uh, when it's live, I'll post it on my Facebook page it'll as well. It'll also be on the BQE uh, website. Okay. Great. So now, here we go. You know, the other side of education, clearly that's... Uh, a name that uh, was inspired from the name of our program. You Absolutely. actually suggested that as a segment. And yet I'm reading this, uh, reading this column, and I'm reading it a second time, and not a, not a mention of our show in this column, uh, not a mention of the segment that we did on trade education. I can't help but think that if we're furthering the, the ball on, on uh, awareness of vocational schools and trade education and we're inspiring titles of columns... We should get a little bit of a shout-out. We got nothing. Uh, ran out of space, unfortunately. Ah. But, but you will be in this week's. All right. Next, well, next week's. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Now, it's a really interesting column. And in it, you touch upon the uh, keynote address that schools chancellor David Banks uh, did at the City and State Education Summit. And I like City and State, and I know those guys over there, and they've been uh, very good to to me over the years. But um, David Banks, as you said last time you were here, was, seemed to really get it and seemed to really be on the same page you are in terms of trade education, right? Yes, and I was pleasantly surprised when he came out and said he's bringing back CTE, career and technical education. Then he said, but it's not your grandfather's CTE. I, w- I just was, I jumped out of my seat because a week before – I came up with a title that says, welcome to shop class. It's not your grandfather's. Well, it's interesting, though, that David Banks managed to get a shout-out in the column, but we didn't. But uh, uh, So are you optimistic, given that the leader of the largest educational system in the country is 
on the same page you are, are you optimistic that now maybe the needle is finally moving forward, that we're going in the right direction? I hope so, and I, I hope to be able to, to work with him. And uh, I've been an advisor to the Department of Education for years on trade education, but they, do, they don't seem to move very quickly. Okay. So ho- hopefully he'll get them to move. Uh, and get, if, my goal is to have them double the resources for trade education programs every two years. Okay, and what is it now? Do you know? It's, it's much less than half of what it was when I was in school. Uh-huh. But in terms of percentage or dollars spent, do you have I, I ballpark don't, idea? I don't have those figures. Okay. No, I'm just curious. Um, now, uh, for folks that say, well, you know, I really want my child, my grandchild to go to college so that they can make a good living, uh, to go to law school, even if it means taking out a lot of loans to get to law school, go to medical school, even if it means taking out a lot of loans to go to medical school so they can make a good living. I don't want them being a mechanic or an electrician or a carpenter. What kind of money can people make if they pursue a trade or pursue uh, a vocational education? More than most talk show hosts. (laughs) Of that, I have no (laughs) doubt. But that's not saying much. Give us some some idea of what people can make in terms of uh, a living. Mechanics working for New York City in New York City shops that repair the city vehicles, you know, police cars, sanitation trucks, they, they start out, I think, about $40,000 a year, plus overtime, plus benefits. Anybody who's working for the city more than a few years is probably making around $100,000 a year fixing vehicles wow. or other, other uh, types of trades. What if you're not lucky enough to work for the city? In private, in private industry, you can make... Depending on how ambitious you are and how well-trained you are, you can make uh, even more money. Mm. I know top mechanics at car dealerships can make over $200,000. Wow. Wow. So uh, you don't need to go to college to make over $200,000. No, but I hope people don't fall into the trap of thinking the two, college and trades, are mutually exclusive. They're not. I have two degrees. I'm not anti-college. I say everybody should go to college, but some people should go right from high school and some people should go after they're working a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's good advice, and I'm glad you said that. Now, uh, we're talking with Mike Porcelli, master mechanic uh, and a proponent of trade education. All over the news for the last two weeks has been President Biden's proposal. Not a proposal. It's something he's doing on his own, even without congressional approval, to uh, ish- for student loan forgiveness. It involves forgiving student loans for individuals who earn up to $125,000 and households that earn up to $250,000. Now, this essentially means that if somebody opted not to go to college and instead pursue one of these trade education routes and they're working now as a carpenter, an electrician, a mechanic, whatever the case may be, that they are now subsidizing the student loan forgiveness of all these people that took out loans to go to college. Is that something you have a problem with? I have a big problem with that. That's no different than going to a restaurant. You're having dinner in a restaurant and somebody guns, comes and puts a gun to your head and says, you have to pay for the next table's dinner. Right. It's, well, it's coercion. It's, it, it's not American. Yeah. And um, it, it really, I doubt that anybody told these uh, people graduating from trade schools to become mechanics that they were going to be subsidizing the the student loans for lawyers, doctors, and theater majors, right? It, I, I, can't, I can't believe it's happening. Mm. 
Uh, what could the federal government do to encourage trade education? Let's say there's an outcry, because I know the I think the Republicans are going to start running ads featuring mechanics saying, oh, you know, you're welcome for us paying off your loan for a, a theater degree. Nothing against theater degrees. But what could the federal, if there's an outcry and people say, well, maybe the mechanics deserve something too, or electricians deserve something too, what could the federal government do to encourage trade education or subsidize the, the costs of going into a field like mechanics? Well, they already do some. They do provide student loans for trade schools. And the, pri- the private industry trade schools are quite expensive, much more than the public sector trade schools like community colleges where I teach. Um, the, the, most of the students that go to those private trade schools, schools do get loans and grants, federal and state. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, unrelated, because you are very much a, a car expert, I returned my car lease uh, this week. Went really well. I had a very good experience. But um, I cannot find my spare key fob. Now, if someone's similarly situated, what does that mean that they're likely to pay the dealership as a penalty for losing their spare key fob? Key fobs today run hundreds of dollars. Why are they so expensive? Because they have to be programmed to the vehicle. It's the programming that's expensive. The key is not the expensive part. It's Mm. the programming. Mm. which is done by a highly trained technician who makes that big money. Uh, it's uh, no way around that then, I guess. Uh, I got I to gotta bite the bullet and pay if I find can't the find key. this. I'm trying. I'm trying. Turn the house upside down. It's still not working. Hey, we had a caller in the first hour. I don't know if you heard him, but uh, he said that when he, he has been a mechanic as well, and he said that one of the great joys he gets is showing younger kids – how an engine works. Is that something that you find exciting, kind of taking a young person on the ins and outs of an engine? Uh, engines and other, other pieces of machinery. I'm fascinated by machinery, always have been. So, in fact, I spent yesterday at an engineering uh, conference uh, talking about how things work with a lot of engineers. All right. Well, no, that's, uh, that's great. And uh, you have how many mechanical certifications? I have 62 ASC certifications. They just came out last month with number 63, so I'll have to take that. Wow, that's uh, really impressive. I've never met someone with 62 ASC certifications. I don't think there is anybody else. I I am relatively certain that you're right. If uh, people want to stay in touch with you or learn more about what you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that? Go to my my, uh, LinkedIn page. Just Google Mike Porcelli, Master Mechanic, and I'll pop up. P-O-R-C-E-L-L-I, right? Mike Porcelli, Master Mechanic. Mike, it's always a treat to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Frank, and thanks for inspiring me. Uh, Well, hey, uh, thanks for giving me credit in this column. Oh, I didn't get credit. All right. Um, 15 seconds of fame in just a bit. Uh, If you want to comment for 15 seconds, now's the time. You can call in 800-848. 9222. That's 800-848-9222. Any subject is fair game. Any comment is fair game. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.